In a world where medical doctors cover up your symptoms with drugs, you need a better way. Look no further. You found it. The Freedom From Pharmacy Podcast. The Freedom From Pharmacy Podcast is for information purposes only and should not be considered as medical advice. Always consult a physician when trying to get off a prescription medication. Welcome to the Freedom From Pharmacy Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Showalter. I am certified in holistic nutrition. I am not a doctor, and these claims have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration to prevent, cure, or treat any disease. I'm going to talk about depression and bipolar, but before I do, I want to reach out to those with depression who might be thinking about suicide. I know you're suffering right now. It seems like there's no way out and that no one cares about you. I know it seems that way, but you are loved, and the pain that you want to escape will only be transferred to the ones that that do love you. And don't say that nobody cares about you, because I care. That's why I'm doing this show. I need more work like a hole in the head, but I see so many people suffering from health issues, and I know the knowledge that I have can help them. Hang in there. Take comfort in St. Paul's letter to the Colossians, Colossians 1.24, which says, Now I rejoice in my sufferings for your sake, and in my flesh I complete what is lacking in Christ's afflictions for the sake of his body, that is the church. Now Paul doesn't mean that Christ's death was insufficient for universal redemption. He's simply saying that his own incorporation into the mystical body of Christ, the church, means that his sufferings can be helpful for other members of the body. They are helpful only because Paul is united to Christ and his church and is offering his sufferings to Christ for the sake of the church. In the same way, suffering souls can also offer up their sufferings for the benefit of others. Archbishop Fulton Sheen was riding in a car driving past a hospital one time and he told the people in the car with him, said, look at all the wasted suffering. He understood that our suffering offered to God could be turned into grace for others. You are not worthless. Can the eye say to the ear, I have no need of you? Can the hand say to the foot, I have no need of you? Each part of the body is needed, just like each member of the body of Christ. Jesus understands what you're going through. In the Garden of Gethsemane, he had such anxiety about what was going to happen that he was sweating blood. After he was scourged, out of love for us all, he kept going. He carried his cross and fell three times, each time getting up out of love for you. He could have called down 10,000 legions of angels and wiped the Roman Empire off the face of the earth, but he didn't. That's how much he loves you. Talk to someone. Talk to me. Hang in there. There is hope. Keep listening as I talk about depression and the real causes of depression. The MDs want you to believe that your body's broken and there's nothing you can do but to take drugs for the rest of your life to mitigate your brokenness. They say more serotonin is good and less serotonin is bad. So the MDs created Prozac, that SSRI, the serotonin reuptake inhibitor, that prevents the serotonin from being recycled in the body. So people who are taking Prozac now have all of this old serotonin floating around in their, in their blood that the body was trying to get rid of for a reason. This is the standard MD treatment for depression. When all they really had to do was give the body tryptophan, which is an amino acid that helps your body make its own serotonin. How about that? A novel concept. Well, actually, they do know about tryptophan. And if you think the drug companies actually care about your well-being, get a load of this. In March 22, 1990, the FDA banned tryptophan because it had a manipulated study that said tryptophan caused this weird, uh, rare disease called, I'm going to get the pronunciation wrong here, but Esionophilia myalgia syndrome, which it did, by the way. 
four days later, Newsweek comes on and promotes benefits of Prozac. And then, and the ban of tryptophan ended in 2001, the same year the patent on Prozac was up. How about that? Of course, the MD isn't going to say take some tryptophan to help your depression. No, there's no money in that. So, common side effects of uh, Prozac include nausea, dry mouth, headaches, diarrhea, nervousness, agitation, or restlessness, teeth grinding, reduced sexual desire, difficulties reaching orgasm, impulsivity, unbearable internal restlessness or agitation, irritability, hostility, fetal abnormalities when taken when pregnant, loss of empathy, loss of motivation, loss of libido and impaired sexual response, erectile dysfunction in men, loss of orgasm in both sexes, rash, increased sweating, weight gain, drowsiness, and insomnia. Not to mention that they can cause depression, suicidal thoughts, and aggression. Certain side effects such as hair thinning and loss of bone density occur when the med medication is taken for a long term. The reason for this is because the base element for the drug is fluoride. Yes, that same poison they are putting in the water. One of the lovely benefits besides reducing IQ by 15 points, says Harvard, it also makes bones weak. And there are studies that show the x-rays of bones in a fluoride group and a non-fluoride group to show the difference. Antidepressants don't even work better than a placebo. There was an article on WebMD called Antidepressants No Better Than Placebo. It was written in 2008. It says placebos are just as effective as Prozac. So if the MDs know that placebos are just as effective as Prozac, why are they prescribing Prozac that has all kinds of side effects and can cause depression and suicide, which they are trying to prevent, when they could have just prescribed a placebo, got the same benefits, and none of the side effects. Well, there's two reasons here. Reason one, they can't think outside of their programming. Reason two, there's no money for the drug companies if they did that. So that's, that's where we stand with the MD's treatments. Here's another problem with treating mental illness with drugs. We create a chemical imbalance, an artificial condition that the brain tries to counteract. This means that you get worse when you're trying to stop a medication. This doesn't mean that he lacked alcohol in the brain when he started drinking. Then the doctors tell the person trying to get off of a drug that the withdrawal symptoms, which can be the depression and all that stuff, the withdrawal symptoms mean that they are still sick and still need the medication. How about that? So in this way, the doctors turn people into chronic patients, including those who would have been fine without any treatment at all. So, and once you start adding drugs, these drugs start having side effects, just like I just mentioned, uh, weak bones. Nobody links that to osteoporosis or anything like that. You just, they just figure, oh, you got osteoporosis now? Here, take bisphosphonate drug, which will cause fractures. Oops. Oh, you had a fracture? Well, now you have to have a surgery. Oh, the joint, joint replacement surgery just failed? I guess you have to have another joint replacement. And it just goes on and on, and these drugs can cause high blood pressure, and they can give you the shakes, and they can get, cause insomnia, and then you have to take a drug for insomnia that makes you awake, and then you have to take drugs for the pain, and it just endless cycle of drugs. So here's a better solution. So I already mentioned that the body uses tryptophan to make, to make serotonin, which is the well-known brain transmitter. Uh, but it's estimated that 90% of the body's serotonin is made in the digestive tract. In fact, a study compared how much serotonin was produced in mice that had no gut bacteria versus conventional bacteria colonies. 
and found that the sterile gut produced 60% less serotonin than the mice with normal gut bacteria. The gut is called the second brain because there's over a hundred million neurons in the digestive system. That's more than both the spinal cord and the nervous system. Gut health is important for everything and diet is key to that. So make sure you go back and listen to the show I did on what is a healthy diet and follow the links on that to learn more about the Weston A. Price diet which was discovered by the researcher Weston A. Price of traditional cultures who are naturally healthy. And I'll put that in the show notes. Now this working on the digestive system is going to be slow. So in the meantime, I'll talk about certain supplements that can help alleviate or help speed up the process while you're trying to work on a healthy digestive system. Omega-3 essential fatty acids, incredibly important for the brain. One 2009 study published in the Journal of Psychotherapy and Psychomatics showed that people with lower blood levels of omega-3s were more likely to have symptoms of depression and more negative outlook while those with higher blood levels demonstrate the opposite emotional states. Your brain is made of fat so consuming saturated fats from eggs is important. Of course MDs will, will tell you to do the opposite and that's why we have an epidemic of Alzheimer's because that's a cholesterol deficiency. Cholesterol deficiency. Over 75% of your brain is made of cholesterol, and your, the MDs want to give you a statin drug to reduce your cholesterol. I mean, come on, people. Moving on. Uh, vitamin B12. Vitamin B12 is needed to make red blood cells and nerves. Uh, stomach acid is needed to absorb vitamin B12 from foods, and many people do not have enough stomach acid to break down foods in order to obtain this nutrient. One of the reasons for that is the MDs told you to restrict salt, which is essential for stomach acid. Another MD failure. Um, especially as aging people, uh, the amount of stomach acid uh, decreases. Uh, so for this reason, the National Institute of Medicine recommended that those over the age of 50 add a supplement of B12 into their diet. Early symptoms of vitamin B12 deficiency include numbness or tingling in the hands, joint pain, loss of taste or smell and balance problems and severe deficiencies can create symptoms of depression and even delusional thinking. Biotin. Biotin is a water-soluble vitamin uh, also known as B7. Biotin is used to turn sugar into energy in the body. It's also necessary for the walls of every cell in the body. Biotin is also used to maintaining nerve cells. Studies have shown that biotin can reduce stress by maintaining proper function of functioning of the nerves. Biotin added to the diet can help help with symptoms of depression. Niacin. Niacin, another B vitamin, known as B3, uh, has been shown to help with depression and chronic pain, uh, brain syndrome or dementia. Uh, niacin is made in the body and can also be found in a variety of foods such as milk, eggs, yeast, beans, meat, fish. Niacin may also help improve memory according to some sources. Now, I do want to warn you uh, that taking too much niacin at one time can cause what's called a niacin flush where your face can turn red and you can feel hot all over and it lasts for like 20 minutes that's a sign that you're taking too much niacin now Longevity has a niacin product that's a time release niacin which will spread out the amount of niacin that you're getting um, over amount of time so that you don't get that niacin flush uh, thiamine 
Thiamine is another B vitamin, vitamin B1. It's used to make energy by breaking down sugar in the body. It's also utilized in creating red blood cells. Thiamine has been found to help treat symptoms of depression and irritability. There is also a seasonal type of depression called SADS uh, associated with winter, and this can be contributed to a vitamin D deficiency because we're not getting enough sun to make vitamin D on our own. Um, another type of depression is manic depression, now known as bipolar. Now this is when your mood is like a roller coaster going up and down. Uh, this depression is related to the body's not being able to process sugar. You know, kind of like a sugar crash in energy. Well, this one deals with the mood. And remember that I just mentioned those B vitamins that were necessary for processing sugar. Um, for this type of depression, you want to consume no sugar. Um, this includes no fruit, fruit, or fruit juice. You know all the obvious uh, sweets. Don't eat those. No soda or any of those sweetened drinks. This also includes no grains. Grains get converted into sugar in the body. Also, you don't want to eat more than half your body weight in grams of protein because excess protein can also be converted into sugar. So if you weigh 100 pounds, then you would want to eat 50 grams of protein. Most of your calories should come from saturated fats like eggs and dairy. The ketogenic diet can help with this because it's a diet mainly based on healthy fats. And that's not your uh, french fries kind of fat. That's trans fats. You want healthy fats from animals. So the easiest way to get all of these nutrients to support a healthy nervous system uh, is to get a Longevity's Healthy Blood Sugar Pack. It's, it has the Sweeties product, which helps with the blood sugar metabolism. It also has essential fatty acids, and it has all of the B vitamins at levels between 1,500 and 8,000% higher than the RDA. Uh, and to add even more B vitamins, add the de-stress. has a lot more B vitamins. Now remember what I had said previous shows that the RDA amounts are bunk and to see improvement we need to be taking far more than the RDA to get on the other side. And for some more vitamin D3 we have the vitamin D3 and it's not in an oil base like you find in stores. You see the oils are unstable and they introduce free radicals into the body. So our vitamin D3 is not in an oil base um, and so if you add the vitamin D3 from that and from the blood sugar pack, you'll be getting over 4,000 IU of vitamin D3, which is also helpful for staving off getting colds because vitamin D is important for the immune system. Other things that people have found helpful for depression are turmeric, that's a spice, and St. John's wort. And in fact, St. John's wort is... Germany's go-to treatment for depression. Uh, this, however, is not dealing with the main cause of the problem. It may give you relief in the meantime while you're working on addressing the other problems. So this is Brian Showalter signing out. We'll see you next time. To see the products mentioned in this show, head over to freedomfrompharmacy.com and look at this episode's show notes. And you can see all of the longevity products by clicking on the store tab. The Freedom from Pharmacy podcast is owned by Easy Way LLC and is under Ohio Revised Code 4759.10i.